Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. I'm Broadway Video's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, I don't know about you, but I am not feeling 22. That's not where I was going. But I am back. I am rested up. I slept basically all day on Sunday and had like my first real full day back to work because I was working kind of half time when I was in town last week. And we're starting to get into that point of the season where I know you feel it, where things are starting to open, things are starting to begin previews, and it's going to be a sprint now, basically, to the end of the year. And even really, I I don't imagine it will slow down for you because we've got a bunch of things kind of beginning previews in February of next year and probably some more things being announced to come into the spring uh, still. So what is your energy level at at this point with the, the fall season really picking up here this week and the rest of this month? The grace is broken. I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm very positive. I'm, I'm just excited for people to have jobs. I'm excited for, you know, new talents. Cause it, regardless of how you feel about the subject matter or level of interest in like a particular IP or show or music or otherwise, sometimes you discover people that you fall in love with, right? Like I I've done that at many shows where I was like, I didn't like this, but I really like them or vice versa. And I think that this is a really exciting time for us to hopefully meet new people, performers, uh, music arrangers, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it's exciting to see so much movement on the street um, because, you know, we've had so many vacant houses on Broadway and now we're seeing people fight to the death <laughs> for for all their the theaters that they want. So um, it's exciting. And I'm hoping that it is uh, economically fruitful for the community and helps inspire the trickle out to our regionals and otherwise theaters. So, yeah. But I'm exhausted, Matt. Yes, I'm I know tired. You I can't do that. I know. Who was the last person you saw in a show, whether you liked the show or not, where you just like, I didn't know them coming in, but they're special and I now am obsessed with them? Joy Woods. I saw I saw her in, in Little Shop and I thought she was one of the urchins and I was like, she's just so special. I don't know this person at all. And then it got announced that she was doing six. And I said, that feels right. And then it got announced, you know, she's doing the notebook. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, okay, you're a star. I'm not crazy. And now, you know, she's out here doing the thing. So I think it's really exciting. um, Her particularly that I, I was excited to discover in the past year and a half, two years. Yeah, she then went back to Little Shop to play Audrey, and she is now down at Classic Stage Company, and I can get it for you wholesale, and I can confirm (laughs) she is still a star in that one. If you want to hear about my entire trip, including I can get it for you wholesale, check out all of my travelogue episodes. I had one that came out on Monday that kind of wrapped up the shows that I saw the last couple days. Most of them were in previews, so I didn't give like full reviews of all of them, but I did pay for the tickets, so like I gave you my general thoughts. You can do that at patreon.com slash broadwayradio.com radio.com slash patreon in the mezzanine tier and above i will have an interview coming out in patreon first before it hits the regular feed with mamie paris about her upcoming cabaret at green room 42 that'll be coming out on tuesday so check that out and then this coming sunday i will finally have my patreon exclusive interview with john carafa who is the choreographer for only murders in the building that'll hit the patreon feed uh on saturday it was a great conversation and just with me traveling and everything i didn't have a chance to get it out especially with all of the travelogue episodes but it's a really cool conversation about all things dance on stage and screen so i think you really will enjoy that one all right grace let's get into the news go ahead oh can i chime in on mamie paris 
Yes, please. <laughs> um, so famously, I went to see School of Rock on Broadway in the second week of previews. And um, I really fell in love with it. I fell in love with, you know, Alex's performance. And I, you know, only known him from the 35 millimeter um, album. And I was so excited because Mamie Paris singing Give Up Your Dreams in that show mm -hmm. was so funny and messed up. And I was like, this is going to be my new audition song. And from that performance alone, I bought tickets to take my mother and some other people uh, in my life at the time and took them all. And I was like, there's this one song. It's my favorite song in the whole show. And by the time I took my family post open, that song had been cut. Mamie Paris's oh. song <laughs> that is on the cast recording because they clearly did this before they recorded they did, before, yeah. you know, they did it. So it is forever immortalized. But I had to look over to my mother and say, so the song I kept talking about that I loved and her performance that I loved is no longer in this. <laughs> um, but we can listen to it Oops. on the album. And I appreciate that it is even on the album in general, but never forget her having such an incredible moment that I was so impacted <laughs> that I bought tickets only to find that it was no longer in the show. So that's why you see shows and previews and things change. <laughs> but but um, I really Things adore her. Change. Yeah, absolutely. She was a great conversation. So I'm looking forward to everybody hearing that. All right, let's head to Broadway and talk about the, some news. We got the complete casting announcement for the first ever Broadway revival of John Patrick Shanley's play Doubt. That'll begin performances on Broadway on February 2nd. It is coming to us from the Roundabout Theater Company. And we already knew that it was going to star Tyne Daly and Liev Schreiber. And they added just two more stars to round out the cast that'll be bringing the show to the American Airlines Theater. Playing Mrs. Muller will be Quincy Taylor Bernstein, who... Like she's done a little bit of everything in her life, but like I remember just a couple years ago, I guess probably more than that now, 2019, she was a Lortel, Lucille Lortel Award winner for Mary's Seacole. And then she was also a nominee in a different category for featured actress in Our Lady of 121st Street. She is fantastic. She's also on like the Power series franchises and multiple shows on Stars. If you watch those shows, she is great. Joining her will be Zoe Kazan as Sister James, who has been on Broadway and off-Broadway many times as both a writer and a performer. She was last on Broadway, though, in 2010 with a behanding in Spokane, but she's had a number of off-Broadway credits as an actor and as a writer since then, and both of them are on stage and screen quite a bit. Uh, I'm a big Zoe Kazan fan from, oh, The Big Sick? Is that what it was called? With Kumail Nanjiani? Uh, great movie if you haven't yes. watched that um, but yeah, so that one was was great. So check this one out. Obviously, a Pulitzer Prize winning play with just an absolutely knockout cast. As if this one wasn't going to be a tough ticket to get already. This uh, certainly should make it a must-see show for the spring season, Grace. Yeah, it's so interesting. I feel like just anyone that grew up in Catholicism, you're obsessed with this show, as am I. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to see that group of uh, very talented people being a part of it. Yeah, the show is currently scheduled to run through April 14th. I would not be surprised if that gets extended past the Tony eligibility deadline, at least if not, you know, maybe even into uh, post Tony's uh, ceremony as well. So we will have to wait and see.
All right, two pretty big shows in and around New York City right now got extensions in the past few days. First off, we already talked about the fact that I Need That, another roundabout theater company production at the American Airlines Theater, began performances on Friday. Earlier that day, they announced an actual extension for the show. The show had been scheduled to play Broadway with Danny DeVito and his daughter Lucy on December 23rd. It is now extended at least one extra week and will play through December 30th. Then off-Broadway on Monday, we found out that the world premiere of Stephen Sondheim's final musical, Here We Are, has extended at The Shed by two extra weeks. It had cur- it had previously been scheduled to close on January 7th and will now play through January 21st. As I said in my travelogue, Grace, this is a show that definitely people should see because I don't know that you will ever see this show again. Like, I just, I, do, I can't imagine this show ever getting a real big commercial run after this one. Well... Glad I saw it. <laughs> you got two more weeks. You've got two extra yeah, weeks yeah, to yeah. go see it. Um, it cool. Yeah, it will officially open on Sunday. So, Udogi, I can't wait for the reviews on that. They did not invite a lot of press to this one. They are not inviting any awards voters. So, I'm interested to see who they invited and what the reviews are like because it could be mucho interestanto, which I don't think is an actual word. But let's do some show and casting news here, Grace. Yesterday, it was announced that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child will launch a national tour in North America beginning in September 2024. Obviously, dates, cities, casting is all to be announced. Grace, you and I famously saw the show together. And I'm just like, I've been thinking about this, kicking it around in my head all day. Like, I don't know how the hell they do that on tour. There is so much physical like set stuff that plays into a really intricate choreography of that show. And obviously they tour all these different musicals and stuff. So like they know how to do it, but like it just feels very strange to me. Like I just wonder how they're going to be able to make that show work on the road with all of the special effects that they have that really can't be cut. Like they, they, they are part of the show. They have to be there. That's magic, baby. Um, I think that that obviously that I, I truly believe and this is not like some insight that I'm trying to seed, but like, I think that the decision to do something like that at this point in time means that they have already made those allocations. Like they've already created those concessions if there are any, and um, they've, they've worked out how they're going to do it. Otherwise you're right. You can't go on sale and go on tour. If you know, you can't do that show. They've clearly created some element of it that can be mobile in some way, but I too am very curious, but I'm, I'm also really excited for people to have the opportunity to see something like that. They would yeah. not otherwise be able to come to New York city. Um, this is very cool. Yeah, and they have done sit-down productions in Melbourne and Australia and San Francisco and Hamburg and Toronto and in Tokyo. And to me, that was kind of the model that they were going with because it was going to be such a difficult show to tour with. I mean, it premiered in London in 2016 and premiered on Broadway in 2018. So obviously there's the shutdown in between there, but like to launch a national tour five years after it premieres on Broadway shows you that this was not something that was an easy move, but I am interested in, and I'm not, by the, by the time it eventually comes through Orlando, which I'm sure it will, I'm not going to remember the nuts and bolts differences between what they do on Broadway and what they do on tour, but I will be interested for somebody who knows the show's really, show really well to compare and contrast what they have had to change from an effect standpoint, because 
being down the road from uh, Universal and Harry Potter World or whatever they call it will be interesting to kind of see what they're able to pull off on tour and what they aren't. All right, Grace, um, we had talked about this potentially happening because we could not imagine that Rachel Bloom's show Death Let Me Do My Show would only be able to run in New York City for four weeks, although that is all that its initial run at the Lucille Hotel Theater had. But yesterday we learned that she will be bringing the show back to the New York stage for another strictly limited four-week run. It'll begin performances on December 7th and is currently scheduled to run for four weeks from there. There are a couple dates in there that there will not be performances. But instead of playing at the Lucille Hotel Theater, where it did in September, it will now play at the Orpheum Theater off-Broadway, which is over in the East Village. It is on 2nd Avenue in between uh, St. Mark's Place and East 7th Street. It's where Stomp played for a really long time. But she's going to bring it back. I'm hoping that I will get a chance to see it because I'm going to be in town for part of that in December. And after all of the reviews and just kind of loving Rachel Bloom in general, like I'm very glad that this has an opportunity to play again. As we kind of predicted, I would not be surprised if this is something that will be played not only in New York City again, but in venues across the country and potentially internationally as well after this run in New York. Record it. That's all I'm saying. Or that too. Or that too. I mean, that would be a great thing to do at the Cherry Lane with uh, A24. A24. You know, it, it would make sense. It would make sense. All right. Another really cool uh, announcement that we got on Monday is the fact that Harmony is going to be making a certain number of tickets available very cheap to rush customers for every performance they're doing what they're calling 18 at 18 dollars that means that that people can get in line to purchase tickets at the barrymore theater and when the box office opens at 10 a.m the first 18 rush tickets will be available for just 18 dollars now people can only purchase one ticket so it's not like you can go and get two tickets for you and your friend if you want to do that both friends have to be there and seat locations will be a little bit of everywhere there's probably no guarantee that you will sit next to somebody if you do that but you can get in that way but this is very cool making tickets that cheap and i know it's only 18 but like Making any ticket available for $18 to a Broadway show is incredible, but to do it for every single Broadway show uh, is especially is especially appreciated when we see ticket prices continue to go up, up, and up, Grace. So uh, excited for this show to begin performances on Wednesday, the 18th, tomorrow, and uh, very glad that there will be people who will get to see this show for a very cheap ticket price that might not have had the opportunity to do so otherwise. All right, let's uh, let's move back to Off-Broadway. And yesterday was announced that Playwrights Horizons will bring Alexandra Tatarsky's play Sad Boys in Harpy Land to its Off-Broadway theater, the Peter J. Sharp Theater, from November 2nd through the 26th. It is the first piece in a series of innovative solo works that are going to be performed by their creators. Sad Boys in Harpy Land tells the stories. <laughs> this is a crazy logline, but it tells the story of a young Jewish woman who thinks she is a small German boy who thinks he is a tree. I don't know what that means, but it sounds bonkers and fun. Iris McLaughlin will direct the show and it will feature original music by Shane Riley. Playwrights Horizons is doing this project to provide opportunities for writers and creators to present their own solo works off-Broadway in one of the most revered off-Broadway theater companies uh, in New York City. So very excited about this and um, seems like something you might like, Grace. It's a little, it's a little 
off the beaten track of like the storytelling solos, solo shows that you like. But anytime a solo uh, artist gets an opportunity to do a show off Broadway, that's got to be pretty cool. It's got to be cool. Yeah, this is really fun. Yeah, you know, I love that stuff. And uh, it's such an interesting concept. I'm so curious about it. Uh, But yeah, so more, more. I want more. All right, Grace, let's dive into the feel good recommendations. And this is something that I think you'll have more insight into probably than you are actually able to talk about, but we will see about that. But that is because the Back to the Future musical will celebrate Back to the Future Day. That's on Saturday, October 21st, because that is the day that Doc Brown and Marty McFly went back to the future and did all of their time traveling. One of the things that will happen uh, this Saturday is that one of the people from the original film, Harry Waters Jr., who played Marvin Barry, he will be on hand for some of the festivities. And he is a theatrical star in his own right. He originated the role of Belize in the very first production of Angels in America back in 1991. So there will be special performances from Broadway cast member Jelani Remy, uh, who also plays Marvin Berry in there. And there's a very cool announcement video that you can check out in the show notes. But Grace, I I don't want to I don't know what else you can or cannot tell us about this because I think you're working on it. But back to the future day, I know you've been working on a lot of stuff for this for a long time. Well, it's, I mean, there it's, it's a group of, um, truly I'm like on the outside of it, but, uh, yeah, it's so cool that there is, <laughs> that there is a show that has like its own day, you know, I mean, they have multiple days in the show. If you, um, have seen it, uh, or, you know, you're familiar with the film, uh, there's back to the future day. There's also George McFly day. So it's, it's kind of fun to have like this show that has its own days. Like I feel like every other, you know, historical concept show, there's like, you know, everyone remembers this particular day, 1776, et cetera, et cetera. This one, it's like, nope, it's just your own IP and it's just silly and it's just great. Um, so lots of cool stuff happening on uh, Back to the Future Day for sure. Keep an eye out. Um, oh, I guess it's next weekend, next Saturday. This Saturday. It's this next weekend. Saturday. No, no, this weekend. What? Today is the today is the we're recording on the 16th. The 21st is five days away, Grace. Matt. And so this goes back to the top of the show when Matt said, how tired are you? And then I was like, I'm fine. And now we've gotten to the end of the show and I'm like, I'm absolutely falling. What is time? Yeah. What is time? And and let's go back in time to quote Huey Lewis. Back in time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Great. Looking forward to all of that. Uh, And then finally, we've got video from the Broadway Forever concert that happened at Lou Gehrig Plaza in the Bronx over the weekend. It features performances from... Leslie Odom Jr., uh, actually, he hosted the event, but Alex Newell was there, Adam Pascal, Shoshana Bean, Jessica Vosk, The Shark is Broken's Colin Donnell, Andrew Durand, Lily Thomas, and Ian Shaw, also from The Shark is Broken, as well as a bunch of other folks from uh, and Juliet and Harmony and Here Lies Love. So there is pictures and video from that if you want to check that out in the uh, in the show notes. But always cool to see them doing free pop-up concerts in communities outside of Manhattan because so often we think about Broadway being in this little you know section of blocks in Midtown but there are theater fans all across New York and obviously around the world but bringing some of that stuff especially with some big name stars like this to the outer boroughs is very very cool all right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me pretty much anywhere at BWW. Matt Grace, where can people find you? You can follow me at It's Grace Aki, and hopefully I will have taken a nap. Oh, good luck with that. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>